0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Where you have brought us into that which you have prepared for us. Things that eyes have not seen, things that ears have not heard, things that have not entered the hearts of men. But you have prepared for us that love you. And we thank you for bringing us into this season. We receive the word that you have released over us. These nine weeks of in-gathering. We thank you for how you started preparing us two weeks ago in a time of prayer and fasting. We thank you for how the first week that has just gone by. As we are thanking you and praising you and rejoicing you. As we step into this second week. Lord, I thank you that you will help everyone to receive their harvest, help everyone to receive their breakthrough, help everyone to walk into their abundance. Take all the praise, take all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a loud, amen. Glory be to God. Give your neighbor a Bluetooth high five. You can be seated in God's presence. Ezekiel chapter 36. And I want to read from verse 10. Ezekiel 36. Praise God. Perhaps one of the most difficult challenges for some of us in this season is to recognize that the harvest God is talking about is not a physical harvest. It's not a natural harvest. It's a supernatural harvest. You are not going to be awakened to it by observing your natural, physical situation and circumstances. You are not going to see it by looking at your bank account... Particularly if there's no money in your bank account, or maybe you don't even have a bank account at all. There is one way you can key into it, and it's by you receiving and believing the word of the Lord. Everyone's harvest is here, everyone's miracle is here, everyone's breakthrough is here everyone's open door is here, everyone's increase is here. In fact, I dare to tell you, if you are in the darkest season of your life, the most difficult time of your life, you are probably the number one person God is sending breakthrough towards. Hallelujah. We touched a bit on that in the midweek teaching on Wednesday. Looking at the life and example of David, the season that God had ordained for him to be enthroned as the king was his darkest season. It started out as his darkest season. The Amalekites came and they attacked his city. And they took everything away. I encourage everyone that is not too familiar with David's testimony in 1 Samuel 30 to go and look at that story. The chapter started out with David losing everything. But the story ended by David gathering in his harvest. God had ordained it a harvest season for him. But then the enemy came and struck and burnt down everything he had. So when God declares it's harvest time or it's time for your harvest... You don't catch it by looking at your situation and circumstances. You observe it or you get into it by hearing and believing the word of the Lord. Solomon said, the foolish son sleeps in the harvest. I'm touching on some things I've, I've been talking about over the last few weeks. The foolish son is sleeping in the harvest. Well, he's not conscious of the harvest. He's not alert to the harvest. He's not awake to the harvest. But the wise son gathers the harvest. And that's why we are teaching about wisdom for your profit this month. We are just going to be giving you wisdom keys that will help you to gather in your harvest. They may not necessarily be anything new. A lot of the things we do in church already are the wisdom of God. So the time of fasting and prayer is a time for us preparing for our harvest. Like I said a moment ago that we did two weeks ago. And we will always continue to fast and pray. And by the way, the things we do corporately, you can always incorporate them and do it privately in your own life. Last week we announced that the sequel for the week, all through these nine weeks, I'm going to give you one sequel. One wisdom key that you should apply by yourself all through the course of the week. It's a general cycle for the house. If you are alert to your harvest, use it in gathering in your harvest. Praise God. And we talked about thanksgiving and praise and rejoicing. And you should continue thanking God and praising and rejoicing all through this week and all through this season. Glory, glory be to God. This week... We've announced this in the first service. The sequel is very simple. Gathering in the souls. And by the way, that is the master sequel for these nine weeks. The wisdom that we are deploying here is so simple it will take a devil to misunderstand it. God has helped us to connect his harvest to our harvest. What God wants above all else is Souls. God wants people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants people in churches like this church where they will be led to the Lord to get born again and where they will be taught the word of God on a consistent basis so they can live lives based on the word. And by the time they leave this world, because they have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they will spend eternity In heaven with God. That's what God wants above all else. And for every human being walking on the street, on the face of this earth, that is not yet in that condition, they are the Lord's harvest. He died for them. He he sent his son to die for them. And those of us that have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are to be busy bringing those people in. And this is the wisdom key and the connection. As we do that, and as we focus on doing that, this is so simple. It takes a devil to misunderstand it. If you will be involved in saving souls and planting them in church, discipling them, raising them, feeding them, helping them, you will always experience your own harvest. So that is the wisdom for your prophets that we're emphasizing this week. Very simple wisdom. I'm not even going to take time to talk about it much. I did that in the first service. I'm going to dwell on something else here in the second service today. But that is the wisdom for all of us this week. So we have these invite cards available. We encourage every member of this church. Plant somebody in church, at least one person. That's the minimum you should go for. You can go for a family. You can go for a neighborhood. You can go for a community. You can be strategic now you do this. I'm going to reach. I'm a doctor. I want to reach out to all the doctors in my space. That's what I mean by community. Again, I talked about this in the midweek service. Be about planting people in the house of the Lord. And as you will focus on the Lord's harvest, that's the wisdom, okay? focusing on the Lord's harvest, you will be applying a sequel to gathering your own harvest. What you want as a harvest is healing. Focus on the Lord's harvest of souls. What you want as a harvest is financial breakthrough. Focus on the Lord's harvest in souls. And gathering that harvest. Start by just focusing on one person. Praise God. One other important thing we learned, we talked about it again in the first service, I talked about it in the midweek service. God will send us rain for the harvest. And rain there speaks of the things God will tell us to do, to gather in the harvest. The Bible talks about it as the former rain and the latter rain. Former rain helps us to prepare seeds to sow rain helps us to reap the harvest. When the harvest has come, it's not physical rain we are referring to. It's the word of God, the wisdom of God, the instructions of God that come to us that help us to trigger our harvest and gather the harvest. Listen for those things. The things God will tell you that will help you gather the souls he wants you to bring in for his harvest and the things God will tell you to help you receive your own harvest in whatever area or field of harvest that you desire. So these cards are at the back. This is a deliberate attempt. We are not gonna give it to you. We are encouraging you to go to the back, usher stand or assimilation stand, ask for the cards if you are interested. And I pray you will be interested. Get them and use them to invite people. If using a physical invite card will help you. If you will prefer the electronic invite. Projection, please help us put it up. It's going to be posted on our separate, on our different WhatsApp chat rooms. You can use that to invite your friends. Or on our social media platforms. These nine weeks, and we've already used one of them. So we are left with eight weeks now. It's for ingathering. In gathering, nine weeks of in gathering. And the ground has been prepared for us in the place of fasting and prayer, in the place of thanksgiving. That's what we've used the last two weeks for. Let's now get about the business of going after the souls. The number one harvest is the harvest of souls. Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. Ezekiel 36. The main thing I want you to understand this morning is all these things there is a God factor. Look at what Ezekiel tells us here. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Sorry. (laughs) I will come back to Ezekiel 36. Psalm 107 is where I want to look at. We'll come back to Ezekiel 36. Psalm 107. Let me start from there. That's where I want to start from. Somebody shout the God factor. Ah, that's not a shout. Shout the God factor. In all these things we are saying and we are doing and we are challenging everyone to do. Nobody should be under pressure. Nobody should be stressed. Learn to realize that he chose us. The God factor. Listen to it very carefully in Psalm 107. God turns a wilderness into pools of water. He does it by himself. I love the way we say the praise in this service. He's God all by himself. God turns the wilderness, the dry place, into pools of water and dry land into water springs. There he makes the hungry to dwell. Hallelujah. That they may establish a city for a dwelling place. He will turn their dry wilderness, their dry lives into a pool of water so that they can establish a city to dwell. Verse 37, and he sows fields. He sows the fields and plants the vineyards that they may yield a fruitful harvest. Hallelujah. That they may yield a fruitful harvest. There are things God does that makes it possible for us to yield a fruitful harvest. To have a fruitful harvest. To experience a fruitful harvest. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. He also blesses them. Hallelujah. If you are one of the them, shout a loud hallelujah. hallelujah. He blesses them. Look at all the things God is doing behind the scene. Now, just a caveat. This doesn't mean we are not going to do anything. But this will encourage and empower us to do our part. Hallelujah. He blesses them and they multiply greatly. Glory be to God. And he does not let their cattle decrease. Behind everything, behind all that is going on, God is working things, he's orchestrating events. In the Bible of the sower, Jesus explained it this way. All the sower has to do is to just come and drop the seed in the soil. And then he can go and sleep, as it were, night and day. How that seed will become a plant and grow and yield fruit. Really and truly, he doesn't know all these thousands of years that we have been sowing and we have been reaping. No scientist can explain it to us. It's like the way the prophet also said it in the Bible, how a man will plant seed inside his wife and that sperm will become a baby and bones will form and all that. Nobody can explain it. There is that God factor. Something God has worked in the sperm, and something God has worked in the egg, and when they come together, a new life is born. Something God has worked in the seed, something God has worked in the soil, and when the sower puts in the seed inside the soil, something begins to grow. And then after the seed has grown and the harvest has come, the farmer now comes back and he puts in the sickle, and he reaps the harvest. Praise God. That God factor is there. And all through these nine nine weeks, I want you to be conscious about that. Beyond everything I'm going to do, God is working. The people I'm inviting to church and I'm doing my best to plant in church, God is behind it. This harvest of souls, God is behind it. So don't get discouraged if you talk to someone and the person doesn't respond to your invite. Go to the next person. Just tell yourself, God is working. And don't get discouraged where your own personal harvest is concerned if you do a business and it fails. Close that chapter, move to the next one. There is a God factor. God is doing something behind the the scenes that makes me come into my season of harvest. And I declare over you again, your harvest season is now. Praise God. That God factor is what we are leveraging this season. That God in his own wisdom, God in his own power, God in, 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 in his own counsel, he has already prepared some things for us. And he's telling us, Jeremiah called it the appointed weeks of our harvest this month of July, all the way to the last Sunday in August, they are appointed weeks of harvest. And all we are here to do, is to reap that harvest. Praise God. Now, the master key is this. We go after the people. But as we go after the people, this is what I want to leave with us this second service. So, we've declared that everybody plant one person and that's the focus and that's our key that we are going to be announcing a lot this week and we'll continue to run with that key all through this season. We also need to prepare a place for them when they come. We need to prepare the church for them where they come. So a big part of the projects we are doing in church this season, apart from the people and the focus will be the people, the souls we are reaching out to, We also want to do things in the church, and that will cost us finances and money. So we are announcing today, and I've been dropping it here and there in recent weeks, for the next six months, we want to believe God for one billion naira for the church projects we want to do, and someone may ask, why do we need a billion naira? Well, ultimately, we know that to acquire the new facility we want to get as a church and build a new place, we are going to even spend several billions of naira. But to get us going, we want to believe God for the first billion. Because to gathering people, to bringing people into a church, to disciple people, to raise them, to multiply the size of the church, it's going to cost a lot of money. Even our current operations as a church, it costs several millions every month to run what we are doing. And we are grateful to God he has been providing for us and he will continue to provide. Can I hear loud, amen? But now that God is telling us of a bigger harvest, a better harvest, we also want to believe and stretch our faith to the next level. So from today, again, I want to encourage everyone as you can. Join us in getting this place ready, building this facility. There are a number of simple projects we want to do. We need to renovate our children's church. We need to get a new place for our teenagers. I don't want to start disturbing you about the kinds of amounts that they are calling for some of those things. Don't bother. Needless to say, we are believing God for a billion naira (laughs) going forward. And please don't let that bother you. One billion billionaire may sound like a lot of money to you and I individually, but to God it's nothing. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. And what each one of us has to do is to be faithful where you are. Look at our neighbor and say, be faithful, be faithful where you are. Listen to me, everyone. If all you can do, we're contributing towards the finances of the church. By the way, finances is not the only thing we need to do. But I want to focus on that in this second service. Today, there are two major things I'm emphasizing. Number one is the sequel for the week, which is the souls that every individual person should go for. And then the resources we need to get the house ready when the people begin to come. And that's why I want to talk to you about this in this service. If all you can do is just to be paying your tithe, it is okay. Remember the God factor. Praise God. Nobody needs to stress themselves. Can I hear a loud amen? Those of us that apart from paying our tithe, we can give offerings with all the manner of offerings we talk about in this church. And we are going to continue talking about them. No apologies. We talk about them not to stress anybody or to make anybody feel bad. We talk about it because that's the way God increases us. It's more blessed to give than to receive. I shared a testimony with us to the glory of God last Sunday. There was a particular seed that I give when we do our prayer meetings. And I always, every time I lead prayer, I always say, I sow a seed. At least try and do it once a, once a week. That's how, I, that's how I was doing it then. Today, by the grace of God, God has brought so much increase into my life. I'm doing 10 times what I used to do before to the glory of God. Is it possible that if I never sowed that seed, I may not have experienced that increase? I don't know. But I don't even want to find out. What I want to do by the grace of God is to be sowing where I can, as often as I can, and as much as I can. I'm giving us wisdom for our profits. As God enables me, relying on the God factor recognizing that God is the one bringing the increase. And one of the things that he inquires me to do as someone that wants to reap a harvest is to sow seeds, financial seeds where I can. You start at your level. Those of us that can go beyond just giving our regular offerings, all the offerings we give in church, when we want to do a project, give towards it. Again, as you can. And then we we'll talk about the group of financial stewards in church. That beyond the offerings everybody gives, you can still give extra. Please just rise up to the occasion and do the ministry. Hallelujah. No one can ever outgive God. Praise God. Now look at that, Ezekiel 36. This is why you should be encouraged to do all you can. Listen to me. God is going to save the souls that he has desired to save in this world. Hear me and hear me very well. The blood of Jesus will never be shed in vain. Praise God. God will save people. God will plant them in churches. God will disciple people. He has been doing it for 2000 years, he's going to continue. And he's going to raise people. I gave you the first stages when we talk about soul winning. All of them are important. Saving the people, planting them in church, discipling them, raising them to be leaders so they can fulfill their destiny. Anyone and everyone that works with God, cooperates with God in that process, you will position yourself to reap your own harvest. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And that's what all the offerings we are gathering in church is for. The money is used to do the work of the ministry. And this is the goal. This is what is before us. Ezekiel 36 from verse 6. This is what God says I'm, is doing and God will do. I will multiply men upon you. Hallelujah. All the house of Israel, all of it, and all the cities shall be inhabited and the ruins shall be rebuilt. Can I prophesy over someone here? You see, this was a prophecy God gave the nation of Israel after they had been defeated by their enemies and everyone had been scattered into captivity and they did not know what their future looked like. God now gave them a word. I'm going to restore you. I'm going to bring you back. I will multiply men upon you. I will rebuild all the real aspects of your lives. Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. In the same way, concerning the lost souls in the world, lost people around us in our cities, in our nation where we find ourselves, God is going to plant them in churches in the name of Jesus. And our opportunity and our privilege as saints in this church is to be a part of that process. Recognizing that God is walking behind the scenes. Let's read on. Look at the next verse, verse 11. I will multiply upon you man and beast. Beast there represents wealth, possessions. Remember, these were um, Greek people, this was an Greek economy. I'm going to give you wealth. That's what God is saying as I'm bringing in the men. Because God knows it takes resources to save souls. Not only will I multiply men upon you, what will I do? I will multiply beasts as well. And they shall increase and they will bear young. Hallelujah. And I will make you inhabited as in former times. And do better for you. This is the word we've been saying for this second half of the year. It will be a better second half for you. I will do better for you than at your beginning. And I love this part. Every time God says it, it always amazes me. Particularly when he tells you to people, then you will know that I'm God. You know what God is telling you there? Pastor Leia, you think you know me. You don't know me yet. Let me bring you to your next level of blessing. Then you will know me. Pastor Bennett, you think you know God. You don't know me yet. Let me bring you to your new level of increase and overflow. Then you will know God. For that sick person here, God is saying, you think you know me. Let me give you healing and make your life a healing testimony. Then you will know who I really am. I'm going to do better for you than I did for you at the beginning. Yes. Then you will really know what I can do in your life. When God tells us to gather in the harvest, praise God. It's an invite for us to experience new levels of God's grace, of God's favor, of God's power, of God's blessings, of God's riches. And the list goes on and on. Hallelujah. So this is the wisdom for our prophets that I want to give us in this second service. Give to the best ability that you can. Oh, the church wants to raise a billion naira, and we've given ourselves six months. Just give us your level. If all you can do is bring your two mites as a widow, and that's the best you can offer, it's okay. Two mites looks like nothing compared to a billion naira. But always remember the God factor. Praise God. God will raise that money that we need. Though. If we need 10 billion, God will raise the 10 billion. If we need 100 billion, God will raise the 100 billion. All God is inviting all of us to do is to be a part of what he's doing. I don't know how many people God has ordained for us to raise in this church we have about a thousand members that regularly worship in this church week in week out our goal is that we want to double that size year upon year that's the simple target we set for ourselves as a church every year at the minimum God should be able to double us and we have all manner of plans of outreach events we had one a couple of weeks ago a number of people came a number of people got saved we're going to do another one at the end of August, and we are going to keep doing that. Keep reaching out, keep reaching out, and keep bringing people and planting them in church. But God said to us in His Word, "I will multiply upon you." Psalm thirty-six, eleven: man and beast. Let me say it in a way you and I will understand: man and businesses, man and jobs, man and careers, man and marriages as you are bringing in the men and you are bringing the souls, I'll be bringing in increase and prosperity. Because God knows, without the beasts, without the businesses, without the careers, without the, we can't have the men. We can't. So as we focus on souls, one major harvest we can all expect this season, it's a harvest of prosperity. And your own will not be missing in Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet this morning, tired abroser. We are praying for something again today. We prayed in the first service. We are going to pray it here. We are going to ask God for the rain for this harvest. The rain. There's a latter rain that triggers the harvest. The rain that will trigger the harvest of souls. Glory be to God. And the rain that will trigger the harvest of beasts. You understand what I mean by beasts? Talk to me, church. You understand what I mean? Praise God. Which one do you want that is a beast? Is it business you want? It's business you want. How many people want jobs as beasts? How many people want careers? How many want marriages? All the possessions. And please, please, don't be too religious or sanctimonious to connect this thing. It is the simple wisdom God has given us. This is how Jesus said it in Matthew 6.33. There's nothing compared Seek first the kingdom of God and his Righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. You remember that verse? As you focus and do God's own first, everything you need, God will add to you. It's simple wisdom. And it's a simple formula for our increase and prosperity. Lift your hands to heaven and say, Father, Father. I can't hear you this morning. Say, Father. Father, I receive the rain for this harvest. For the harvest of souls your own harvest and for the harvest of prosperity my own harvest thank you lord that in this harvest season these nine weeks of in gathering the rain that is needed oh i want to hear somebody's voice this morning the rain that is needed for me to gather my harvest The word that I need, the wisdom that I need, the breakthrough that I need, every resource I need. For your harvest and my harvest, I thank you for a release of that rain over my life. Right here and now, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and let's pray it in this morning. Let's believe God for it. Our harvest is now. It's our harvest season. Ege la boso brakata. The wisdom that we need is so simple. Focus on the Lord's harvest and yala and do everything you can to prepare for that harvest. Oh, Takaya Labrasa, God is going to multiply upon us man and beast. Man and beast. Man and marriages. He will bring in the souls and He will bless us with godly marriages. He will bring in the souls and He will bless us with wonderful jobs. He will bring in the souls and He will bless us with amazing finances. He will bring in the souls and He will increase us with wonderful children. He will bring in the souls and He will bless us in our bodies with healing and deliverance he will bring in the souls and he will bless us in our careers Lord we receive the rain that makes it possible we receive the rain that makes it possible we receive the latter rain and the former rain that makes it to happen in one month we receive the wisdom for our prophet come on somebody open your mouth and pray with us this morning Man and beast Man and beast Man and beast beast. We receive it Oh, we receive the multiplication We receive the increase We receive the multiplication We receive the increase We receive it We receive it We receive it. We receive it. In the name of Jesus. I decree over you again today. The wisdom you need. The direction you need. First and foremost for the harvest of souls that God has ordained for you. And for the myriad of harvests you want to see in your life. That rain comes upon you in the name of Jesus. You will know exactly what you need to do. You will know who you need to talk to. You will know who you need to reach out to. You will know who you need to do business with. You will know who you need to marry. Who you need to get involved with. The wisdom for your prophet will be released upon you this season. And every harvest God has ordained for you to experience. That he has chosen you. And he has appointed for you to experience. It will be your portion. In the name of Jesus. Let somebody give the Lord a loud shout of praise. Please be seated in God's presence. So remember... The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsworth Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat, Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0640.